Everybody and welcome to episode 264 of Comic Book Queers Legacy. We are back and I am Brett and with me as always is my host, co-host, Evil Jeff. Hi, Evil. Salutations. Wow. Was that like a Heather's reference? Okay, weird. Um, so Evil Jeff, I Heathers. thought- I'm that is my ex-girlfriend. Wh- right? What? No, I'm, you're I'm, never mind. Let's go on with the podcast. You've always told me you were a golden gay that you never slept with a girl. Right. Okay. Let's go let's go on um just uh, let's go on with the podcast. Okay. Well, I thought instead of starting with X-Men comics, we would start talking about Secret Invasion, the new MCU show. How do you feel about that? It's the best show that's ever been made. It has the best cast and it has scrawls, which are the best things that have ever been made ever. Okay. I don't know who you are, but I know Evil Jeff, and there's no fucking way he likes this show. So let me guess. Wait, what? Uh, oh, oh no. You're a scrawl, aren't you? Yeah, All it right, is. it's true. I'm a scrawl. <sighs> Why are you here? Evil Jeff hired me. He really hated Secret Invasion, so he hired me to come in and do the podcast because he didn't want to do it. That makes a lot more sense. Um, so did you hook Yeah, it- and I'm totally straight, so I felt really uncomfortable on portraying someone of a different sexuality because I might be a scrawl, but I am woke and I'm not an asshole. Wow, I thought your sexuality would be as fluid as your physical body. No, um, it's, it's, I'm, look, I either, I, no matter what shape I'm in, I like pussy. So I'm either a lesbian or, right, a, straight or a straight man. man. That's how it works. Yeah. Okay. Um, so did you kill evil Jeff? Uh, no, actually he's just hiding in the closet over there. Okay. He's just Could like you get him and you tell him notice. that he has to do the show? Hey, hey, uh, evil Jeff, uh, the, the gig is up. Uh, the jig is up. I don't know what the phrase is. It, I'm yeah, not because you're human. a scroll. Yeah. Uh, you need to come out. God damn it. Yeah. What the fuck? You could still talk. have to fucking talk about this. Yes, I, you do. Our listeners me. want to know. I don't want to talk about this. Well, we're going to Shit. anyway. And you know what? It's really All shitty right. for you to hire a scroll and try to pass him off as you, by the way. I know, especially because I thought we were at least going to have sex, but he only likes women. But what if it, Oh, yeah. Sorry about it. Yeah. All right. Well, could you fuck off scroll until we can start the actual show? Okay. I'm going to go, uh. Oh, I got a match on my Bumble. Uh, today, I'm looking like Claudia Schiffer. Ew. Bye. Bye. Isn't she? She's like 50 now. Gross. All right, whatever. All right, I'm ready to do the show for real. All right, hit the music. Hi, everybody, and welcome to episode 264 of Comic Book Queer's Legacy. I am your host, Brett, and with me, as always, is the real Evil Jeff. Hi. Hey. It's been a long time. It has. Can you explain why? Because well, it's not my fault. It's not your fault. We took a three-week <laughs> break because I spent two of those weeks on the continent. It was called Vacation. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a reference to Soap Dish, where Sally Field refers to Europe. <laughs> she refers to Europe no. as the. Con- I don't. I was. I wasn't there. I was on the continent. No, I, I get that. <laughs> I'm just saying I don't understand what a vacation is. Because oh, I never take any. yeah. You know what? I saved my pennies and saved up my time and took a little vacation to uh, the continent. 
So where were you in Europe? Well, I don't want to brag, but I was in Italy and Spain. Um, is it just me or can isn't tr- is it true that uh, all the men in Italy and Spain are basically hotter than yes than fuck yes like, yes yes like at one point I got into a taxi to go to the airport and I was like fuck even the taxi driver he was like to die for yeah 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 the, and it's just so incredible and, and they're know, all not, very swarthy they're all very yes. They're all very, but, but then put together, and even someone that has, they have no, they don't care about fashion. They still somehow look like they everyone just looks came amazing. Off the runway. Everybody looks amazing. You cannot dress like an American when you're there. You cannot. Um, I had a lot of fun though. My husband and I, we went to Rome Pride, and then we went to Sitges Pride, which is a beach community outside of Barcelona. Is we that like the Fire Island of up. Spain? Yes. So now what? Um, and it was a lot of fun, but honestly, I missed you and I missed the show Aww. and I missed comic books. I went into a lovely comic book shop in Florence, Italy, and I must say, it felt right. Were the comics in Italian? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Fantastic Ortri. <laughs> yeah, and it's in Italy, it's called the Examena. Okay, no. <laughs> No, no. Stop that. They're called a spicy meatball. Stop it. Listen, <laughs> so we've got- I'm Italian. I can do that. Oh, you're so not Italian. Oh, honey, you are allowed to- That's the white people are allowed to imitate all of the accents of all of Europe because <laughs> it's white people. Sorry. That's true. That's true. Um, and let me say, they just do shit different there, okay? It's so weird being back where, like, people eat bacon and eggs in the morning and have, like, giant coffees. It's weird. Well, there's also siestas. Dinners start at, like, 10 p.m. Oh, girl, we had dinner at 10 p.m. Like, yeah. we had an espresso at 11 and, like, could sleep fine. I don't understand it. Yeah. It's also, everyone tells me, they're like, I went to Europe and stuffed my face and lost weight. And lost and like, weight. I came back. What is happening? I came back skinnier. I don't understand. It's the Mediterranean. Who knows? It's mystery. Yeah. And meanwhile, but, I was just sitting my fat ass in Los Angeles. But oh. I guess, did you miss out on a lot of the fires? No, right when stuff? that time where the Canadian wildfires first made New York like a smoky, hellacious hellscape. I left the next day. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so that was good to fly. Literally flew out of opaque smoke into somewhat clearer air. Lovely. 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 Well, a lovely. lot of stuff has happened since you left. I know. I mean, Should I we did, talk about. Oh, go ahead. I did keep you up did with work. comics. I mean, I, you know, well, that's I, good. I cannot. I cannot escape who I am. So I would go and I would download and I would read and and they were great. And I would like to talk about them. How about we hit some hot topics first? Hit the Ow. music. Ow. We got some hot, we got some hot topics. Yeah. David Corin Sweat. Corin Sweat. David Corin Sweat. Do you know who he is now? I believe he's the new Superman. Yes, he is. And do you know who basically gave him his chances, put him in things? You'll never guess who? who took a chance on this very good-looking brunette boy. Who? Ryan Murphy. Oh, of course. He was, was he in the politician. No, he was in. Oh, Ho- okay. He was in Hollywood, which I thought was very, very good with Jeremy Pope. 
Oh, okay. That short-lived series on Netflix. Was he gay in it? Did he have he a was. gay sex scene? He was. I think oh, he had okay. sex with Rock Hudson. Who played Rock Hudson? Oh, I don't know his name, but he was gorgeous. Some other brunette? Yeah. Some other Ryan Murphy type. Ryan Murphy, his type is so basic, though. It is so basic. It's like chiseled jaw, yeah, brunette, brunette with blue eyes. Like nothing interesting, but still hot. I mean, I'd fuck them. Oh, yeah, I saw this new Superman. I'm like, you're pretty hot. I mean, unfortunately, Henry Cavill is like of the top tier of hottest people of all time. So I'd have to see him in the Superman outfit. I also need to see more pictures of him shirtless. Yeah. Because Henry Cavill is just pretty fucking hot. But you know what? He wasn't, Henry Cavill wasn't jacked like that when he got the Superman role. Exactly. So we don't know what he, he's going to start his steroid regimen very yeah, soon. Yeah, very soon. He's shooting up steroids right now. And talented Mrs. Maisel is going to be Lois Lane. Oh my God. Honestly, inspired casting. That's great casting. I'm very and, excited for Rachel Brosnahan as Lois Lane. I really am. And her, she is still married to, to uh, Quentin Coldwater. Quentin from, from the, the Magicians. Magicians Jason who was Ralph. in the last he was in the last season Maisel. of A Talented Mrs. Maisel. Yeah. Um yeah, so we got a new Superman. Is what's what is this movie going to be? This is Superman Legacy. So this is going to be the introduction of James Gunn's Superman. Um, I think it's pretty much going to serve as like an introduction to James Gunn's DC universe outside now, of the um, show is about Peacemaker Viola Davis. Part of this yes. universe. Yes. Okay. So this takes place in the same universe, and then but then the new Batman and Robin that's going to have Damian Wayne. Will that be in a separate universe? That no. That will be part of this universe, and they'll premiere in a James Gunn movie called The Brave and the Bold. Okay. The, uh, the Elseworlds Batman will be Robert Pattinson, who won't be part of James Gunn's sacred timeline. Yeah, because DC is having a reckoning right now, and it's kind of like they're kind of getting all of their older movies out of the way. And it's seeming, uh, we're going to talk a bit later about a little movie called The Flash. Are we talking about that? Of- Did you see it? Yes. Oh, I didn't know saw you saw it. Opening it. weekend. Oh, girl. Yes. I did not see it because honestly, it feels like I took out the garbage bag out of the garbage and then, oh no, there's like shit scraped on the bottom of the actual can underneath the bag. And I'm just going to leave that there. Do you want me to talk about it now or do you want to wait until we're talking about movies? Let's wait till we talk about the movies. Okay. Because I have a surprising take on it. You do? Yeah. Well, then we have to hear it now. Okay. It's that. um... (laughs) All right. Give me a one, two, three. (laughs) One, two, a one, two, three, four. I liked it. I liked it. Oh, no. Wow. Um, It's definitely too long. Uh Uh-huh. That's part of why I didn't see it. It, 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 it could have easily had like over, like 40 minutes cut out of it. it, it it's the, the first act is so good. And Ezra Miller, they're problematic. They should probably never make a movie again. Um, however, they are a very good actor and they're very funny in it. And it's it's a very strong movie. I think the problem is... It tried to tell too much. And by the time it got to the sec, by the end of the second act, it was like, okay, let's start. Okay. Let's start wrapping this up. It was just trying to do a little too much. And I think they could have just cut a huge chunk out of it. 
<laughs> I ask you this. I understand there's yeah. a variety of surprise cameos. I ask that you don't give those away because I actually may go see it tonight. Okay, okay. I will say this, though. Um, it definitely has, it's too long, but for what it is, I think you could say the same thing for a lot of the Marvel movies. Yeah. Um, but, however, I just felt the comedy, like the the balance of comedy and action was really, really, was fun for I me. honestly, I have not heard anyone who has like, grossly disliked it people who typically do not like you know this whole corner of the dceu are like eh, it was pretty good yeah it's nothing like mind-boggling and i will say sometimes it just started to rely a little too much on the cameos like uh oh there's there's a cameo here let them say a catchphrase so you know it's about the, the cameo yeah. from that universe um but there's definitely because it's dealing with the multiverse, which you know, which everyone's getting a little Who tired isn't? of. Yeah. But they there there is there is some there's some pretty cool Superman and Batman. Pretty much a lot of different Superman and Batman show up and it's pretty cool. Oh, okay. All right. I love this. Um I'm gonna go see it tonight. Okay. Um, all right, we'll just leave it at that then, since you I don't want to give you any too many spoilers. We'll talk about it next week. Okay, great. All right. Um, in the meantime, though, there are a ton of comic books that we need to talk about. And since it's you and I, girl, we're going to stay with the X-Men. Hit the music. I was reading X-Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. All right. We missed so much. It's been three, three weeks. It's been three weeks. It's almost as if there's too many books to talk about. But so one thing I'll say is we also are not going to talk about the Marvel and DC pride one shots that came out um, full of great stories. I read them, you know, you know, hits, hits and misses. But again, so thankful that those books exist. There is something of a hot topic news that's X-Men related that we, I don't think we talked about a certain wedding. Oh That's my coming? god, they've announced the wedding of Emma Frost and Tony Stark. It's actually happening. Yes. It's actually and, a thing. And was there another issue of Iron of Invincible Iron Man? As I don't well? think so. Okay. Um, but basically that's going to be probably playing a big part into leading up to Emma and Tony are going to fall in love and get married. Do you think they're well, actually going to fall in love? No, I don't think or they're do you falling think in love. It's just a marriage of convenience. This is politio pol- this is socio-political economic. Yeah. This do is Do you know that for a fact? No, I'm guessing. Uh do you think I think they're going to fuck and actually have some feelings for each other? Oh, I don't. I I'm all because we saw later um Cyclops goes to Emma in X-Men. In X-Men, yeah, X-Men 23, which we'll talk about. And why don't we, he's why don't like, we start there? Okay, yeah, but he basically is kind of like, hey, so, you know, like, me and Jay are kind of, me and Jean are kind of on the outs, so. And she's like, ah, uh-huh, whatever. And other things going on. Yeah. I'm sick of being your fucking second banana, Scott. No, she's so nice to him, though. She's not cruel to him in that scene. But, but you she's can t- like, I I'm felt, not fucking I you felt, right now. Yeah, but I felt she was kind of, like, setting boundaries of, like, you she know is. what? She is. I'm, you know, I'm worth it and I don't need to be Jean's second banana. Well, I actually am like, I think her motivation is she's already got this plan in her head that she's going to marry Tony. 
I truly do not think they're going to invent a love story out of nowhere. Like this is definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, Storm and Black Panther. They invented that love story out of nowhere. God damn it. You're right. Yeah. So we yeah, don't but know. That's, this is so out of character for the both of them. But if you think about it, you'd think that they wouldn't like each other because they are so much alike. Sure. They are so much alike. And I have a feeling that I bet you they're just kind of and they they've it's clearly been established that they've fucked before. Yes. And I think that uh I don't know, it'll be inter- I, I want to see what happens. I kind of do like the idea. I would love for her to fucking make Scott jealous for once. Sure. I want Scott, I want this to be like Scott to realize, wow, Gene is a fucking nag and I gave up on Emma the the best um, blowjobs that I ever got. Oh, and now she's sucking Tony Stark's dick, and I'm kind of jealous. Like I kind of want all of that to be addressed. I am excited for the wedding issue because I'm hoping for some Cyclops scenes. Yeah, because here's another thing they need to address as well. If on the moon, Jean Grey and Cyclops are on the outs, you know who isn't on the outs with Jean Grey? A somewhat uh, someone called Wolverine. Sure. So that means Wolverine can move in. Can you imagine, though, if it was just Gene and Wolvie having their own relationship without Scott? Well, I got to tell you something. That ain't going to happen because mm-hmm. Jean Grey ain't going to be alive much longer. What You think Jean Grey is going to be killed? Her solo series establishes that nobody knows where she is. She is off world. Nobody knows where. Nobody knows what's up. I'm guessing she dies and is her series takes place in the white hot room. Okay. That if that is true, that's um, I think the only proper word is the 80s slang. That's bogus. Bogus. (laughs) Do you remember the monster squad? She's died too many times. I think she'll be like, she's died too many times. I think she'll die and she'll come right back as Phoenix. Oh God! Then, but then they have to get rid of the Echo Phoenix. They did that already, I think. But then, does that mean oh, if she not. can't come back the regular way? Does you think so? Do you think part of the fall of X is that resurrection has gotten rid of? Yes. Yeah, I think Nimrod attacks the Hellfire Gala and wipes out the five. So the five are all dead. I think they're gonna die. I think the five are gonna die, and that's why it's like the big fall of X. Here's the thing that's so stupid, which is if I were the, what I would do is just get the five and just have like a hundred of clone, them Clone in the eggs. fuck out of them. No, right. but just in eggs. And then if one of them dies, you just need Xavier or a telepath to upload the thing and have them come alive. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like what Beast is doing. It's so stupid, especially also the idea of like, oh, we're going to erase Cerebro, but it's like, but, but Scarlet Witch put magic in Cerebro and it magically. Right. And she's got the whole like stuff in. Elysium. So if you have, yeah. So I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, I hate the idea that they're like, oh, let's, it's not all this. Let's try to reset it back. Um, and then Krakoa is gone and now they're going to have to move into Xavier's mansion. And we don't know. know. It's just like, I'm like, you've got, it's too far gone to go back. Exactly. Sorry. I'd rather they go all live on Mars than go back to the mansion. Yeah. Anyway. You can't go home again. 
That being said, there's some books. So why don't we do this? I'm there's not. So many I'm books. not. Yeah, there's so many books, and I'm some are list good, them. and some are garbage. I'm going to okay. list them. I want you to pick three books that we are not going to talk about. Okay. I want you to pick them. <sighs> okay. All right. Here's the list. Let me go through the whole list first. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I think we could do more than three to not talk about, but go ahead. Let's do four. Okay, New Mutants Lethal Legion number four. X-Men Before the Fall Mutant First Strike number one. X-Men 23. I already talked about it a little bit. There's a lot more to it. Wolverine number 34. Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain number five. X-Men Before the Fall <laughs> Heralds of Apocalypse number one. X-Force number 41. X-Men Red number 12. And Rogue and Gambit number four. Okay, here's what I'm just going to say here. Do it. Rogue and Gambit. Bye. X, no, 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 hold on. But I'm going to list because I don't even know. This might be more than four, but let me see. Rogue and Gambit, X-Force, Captain Britain, and New Mutants. I believe all of those come to a conclusion in the next of their issues. Except for Captain Britain. Captain Britain, that was the conclusion. Oh, that was the conclusion. That one. Yes. Oh, okay, so we can talk about that one then. Those okay. other ones, I feel. Let's wait we, till the we, end. We can just, we'll wait till the end. Okay. Um. All right. Real quick, Captain Britain. How did that end? See, this is talking about. It I just don't ends with like everybody. Like the Braddocks are together. They're like, Jamie, we love you, but we hate you, but we love you, Jamie. And then it's basically like Betsy's like, Hey, to my core, I love you all. I'm going to go gallivant around with my lesbian lover, Rachel Ascani, while she protects the sacred timeline. And all of this was really fun. And I'm confident in my own skin again. Bye. But but what happened with Morgan Le Fay and she, Dr. Doom? Like, and the- she was re- Morgan was reconnected with the magic of Britain, which kind of filled her with light. So she retains power, but she's kind of been like good washed. Like she's taken... Like, she's just was like, oh, oh, the beauty, the glory. Oh, I can't be evil anymore. Bing. That's stupid. Anyway, it kind of just ended with a whimper. I mean, it also ended with a new queer couple who we fucking love. Yeah, that's great. But I, you know. Sure. What happened to, uh, I think I did, I missed the last, when did the last issue come out? I don't ask me about timing over the past three weeks. Yeah, I think I might have missed that last issue. That's why I don't really remember anything. What happened to um, who's the guy that grows? Oh, they saved him. They saved him. Oh, yeah, yeah, they saved him. Little micro, poor fella, micro Max. Yeah, yeah. All right. His strike was, you know, those those four fun psychics were part of it. Pete Wisdom was part of it. Brian did his part. Megan did her part. It was was a big group effort. It was great. It was good. And I want to say overall, the trilogy of Excalibur, Knights of X, and Betsy Braddock, Captain Britain. What an epic story. Thank you, Teeny Howard. I feel like it's not over. I feel like in a year they're going to do another one. I love it. I think they just keep throwing her like, oh, Lord, give us some more of that. Of that other world, Captain Britain. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah, me too. What if we did, instead of your, you know how you have this fan fiction called Butterflies and Diamonds and it's about Psylocke uh-huh. and Emma. What if there's yeah. a book called Butterflies and Bulldikes and it's about Betsy and Rachel? <laughs> uh, butterflies and Bulldaggers. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's that. So we're not talking about Rogue and Gambit. We are not talking about well, I feel that actually here I have a good segue 
Because Britain, who are the bad guys, Morgan Le Fay, but also the coven. The coven of, Akaba. The coven Akaba, and they are making their moves in X-Men Red and the Heralds of Apocalypse. Yeah, and they're aligned with Orcus, so it's all part of the whole big thing. So basically, um, the Coven of Kaaba is like, hey, that. Genesis, go fuck up Storm. Yeah, so they basically, in X-Men So Red, X-Men Red and Heralds of Apocalypse, we basically have nuances of the same story, the same plot thread. Yeah, the one is we have, who's the guy who has the hundred? The White Sword. The White Sword. He has his uh, his soldiers of a hundred, and so it just seems like that uh, that new character. What's his name? Iron Fire. Iron Fire. He's one of the hundred. He's right? the hundredth. Yeah, or the first, if you catch my drift. Right, and he gets released when Genesis <laughs> takes over the White Sword and the other ninety nine. Yeah, and he kind of goes to. Uh, and then he goes to Araco. to Mars to Araco, and I'm still is he? But is whose side is he on? Is he there to warn them that Genesis yeah. is coming? Yes. But is he? But does that mean he's against Genesis? Then? Yes. Everyone's against okay. Genesis. Genesis is bad. I'm waiting for you to bring bad up the fact. News. I'm waiting for you to bring up the fact that Iron Fire and White Sword are clearly fucking. Oh yeah, I guess that is true. Did they say that outright, or is it just no? Implied? But there is heavy oh, okay. subtext that they're lovers. Yeah, heavy subtext. We love so we love Iron Fire even more now. And he, you know when he was like all old and Odin looking in um like year one thousand of Sins of Sinister, Daddy, Daddy Bear. Yeah. Oh, he would be really good with Dakin. Ooh, Iron Fire That'd and be Dakin. A hot couple. Ooh, oh my god, I just got horny. <laughs> I know exactly, but I will say this: so Storm is kind of like helping revolutionize. Um, Araco and making them realize, yeah. you know, that they don't have to be a world at war, which is very anti-Genesis. Like Genesis is disgusted by that whole thing. She's like, "Oh, they're oh great, they're all weak now, so I'm going to kill them." And and yeah, and it's just so fucking. I don't know. I just this. Okay, well, I'll get to my problems later. Let's go through. What actually happens? I do like how it's kind of like Genesis is going to come and decide whether or not she likes what she sees. Guess what? She doesn't. She like does not. What she sees. But she, does, she no, doesn't. She does not. Like, like she doesn't just decide. She's being very influenced by Mariana Stern and the Coven Akaba, as we saw in both X Men Red and Heralds of Apocalypse. Yeah, they're basically doing the thing of like, hey, look, uh, Uranus, when the Eternals came and attacked them, they just wiped them out and they weren't ready for it because they were all trying to be peaceful. Rah, 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 rah. See what and happens. I'll tell you this. is like, guess what happens if they were not peaceful? Um, the same thing would have happened. Oh, they would have been killed even more. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, that fucking, oh, I'm so mad at that bitch. Meaning Storm. Yeah. Meanwhile, her husband, Apocalypse, is like, baby can you chill yeah she's like no and he's like all right cool i'm not doing this with you yeah and 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 this is the the problem that i have is that these characters are supposed to be tens of thousands of years old yeah and they're still she's still that stupid i don't know i'm just like 
She's <laughs> bred like, fight. I want to fight. She's bred, like, for, she's bred for war. What do you mean? I'm like, That's you haven't life. learned anything after 10,000 years? You know what? I'm going to live 10,000 years. I guarantee you I'm still a stupid bitch at the other end of it. Um, But anyway, she is a stupid, stupid bitch. But I'll tell you this. Heralds of Apocalypse... Uh, the the fall fall of X Heralds of Apocalypse felt like homework. Um, it was definitely a lot of exposition. It definitely fleshed out. Uh, it was all family. set up. It was just like homework before we start this other thing. I don't need to be reading an essay. It felt like an essay. Oh, okay. I, can, I needed. I need a little bit more fun. I need some actual character development. Some. It was just plot, 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 plot. History, history, history. Plot. plot it plot. it really is like. It, it kind of it's finally like the show of the stuff that we've been told for so many years now and we're like okay we get it like we know yeah and th- this was like i didn't i did like the baby horseman though i do like the idea that she's like oh we lived when they lived she named them those names when they lived in a peaceful time yeah yeah and then we Which is what I'm gonna do. Backstory. That's like me. I can you imagine it's just like I'm gonna have my kids and be like, these are my kids, fat fuck, cunt face, and and Supreme Court <laughs> Justice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's very but anyway, I'm just uh I think I'm gonna like Genesis versus Storm. Yeah, me too. But let's get there. I already. also like how uh, what's her name the the unbeaten Iska. Yeah, I'm sick of her. I want it because it's all going to be whose side is she going to go on? Oh yeah, and I I you have a she's feeling gonna go on storms. She's going to go on storm side, and that's going to fuck Genesis up. Like that's what I'm waiting for. That's the good stuff. Let's get to the good stuff that's coming. Yeah, this homework essay setup. I'm like, oh, like it's just annoying to me. I know, I know. And then we've got the other one, like all these before the fall books, we've still got um, the one about the four sinisters. And I'm like, are they still a thing? (laughs) Yes, they are. Legion of X. Legion of X. Um, Okay. Can we talk about Wolverine? Yeah. So I don't don't want to talk about X-Force. I don't want to talk about the Quentin Quire future Elseworlds cross time that's what i said that one i think that one's ending kind of it looks like that still has another issue like we'll talk about it when (laughs) colossus is like i'm being controlled somebody help me then i'll talk about the fact that he knows and he's free of it and not saying anything makes no sense i don't know if he knows zero sense i don't know if he knows i i think he's just like what the fuck where have i been what's up he knows something's up right he could fucking give domino a heads up Talk he knows he friends. killed that bitch. He knows he killed knows he his killed girlfriend and buried her. Like, like what? I hope they fix the resurrection before she they find her dead body. Because then, okay. oh, well, I guess she's dead forever. And he's like, oops, my bad. I'm not telling no one. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'll tell you this, though. Beast. Fucking love this book. Beast is the biggest villain. More than the Sinisters. More than the than Genesis, more than Orcus, Beast is the most dangerous villain there is. There is a long scene in this book with Wolverine and Beast at dinner, and Beast is eating a seafood platter like in the most disgusting animalistic way while he's talking about like like what like how he's the only person who gets it. It was so fucking good. 
and Wolverine's just staring at him like, this is so fucking disgusting. I'm going to kill you, dude. My God. And it all just comes to the point of the problem with Beast is Beast was always like, I'm the smartest guy in the room. He's so full of himself. I need to make my smarts like help the world. And I think he's reached a disillusioned part where he's like, the world is so dumb, which I can understand. I think the world is dumb that I'm just going to take charge and do whatever the fuck I want because everyone's so dumb. It really doesn't matter if I kill a bunch of people. Yeah. Everyone's so dumb. My way is the only way. But he's dumb too. And that's the part he doesn't like. He's just as dumb as everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Because you cloned Wolverine and gave him a primal reptile, reptilian brain. But not realizing he has a healing factor. He has a healing factor. His brain's going to heal. And now you've got eight Wolverines that are eventually just going to want to fucking kill you. And also you cloned a bunch of beasts that also want to kill you. Beast doesn't understand you get more with honey than you do vinegar. You just got to be nice to people. And he's being so mean to everybody. And, and, and they're this is kill the him. whole th- And this is like the story of Beast is so interesting, which is why when you go to X-Force where they're going to the future to fight future beasts, so stupid and boring and I don't care. I know. It's stupid. I know. I don't know. I kind of like Maverick again. I'm hot and cold well, with they're Maverick. They're making him interesting. He's cool. And not again for the first time. For the first time. You never liked Maverick. Give me a break. No. I was named after Brett Maverick, though, from the TV show. What TV show? Maverick with James Garner. Oh, that his name was Brett Maverick? Didn't you ever see the Mel Gibson movie? No. Um, Really? From the The 90s? It's a good movie. No. Jodie Foster? The only Mel Gibson... The only Mel Gibson... Oh, yeah. The only Mel Gibson movie I liked was Bird on a Wire because you saw his hairy butt. Yeah. Anyway, the character's name is Brett Maverick, and that's why my parents named me Brett. But we hate Mel Gibson now because he is an anti-Semite. That's right, but I'm not named after Mel Gibson. I'm named after James Garner. That's good. Okay, fine. Um, But for some reason, Hollywood's decided to forgive him. All right, anyway, uh, there's my little rant about that. Yep. Um... Yeah, Beast is great. It's just such Beast versus Wolverine. It's just like it's my favorite thing. It's great. It's so good. Thank so you. good. What else we got to talk about? We have to talk about what did you think of that mutant first strike ambulatory book? I hated it. <laughs> I hated it too, but do you know who showed up is that wonderful gay Nathaniel Hindsight. Yes. I was like, there he is, finally. Because that's basically just what this book was, was panel after panel of like, hey, remember me? I'm an ex-character that hasn't been used for the past few years. I'm going to do this. That's what the book yeah. was. And there was like interesting ways of using powers, like the sure. one, the ghost girl or whatever who can, she was like, oh, look, I can have you talk to the dead these people yeah. that just died. But here's Healing. the thing. Stop. We need to stop making stories about mass genocide and mass death. Like, oh, here's a story. Let's do a fun story where just a thousand people of humans got blown up. I don't want to read about that. I don't want to read about that. I got bad news for you, girl. This is comic books. I know. But the idea that we're just going to blow up a thousand people. I know. That's the ultimate refrigeration. Yes. It's not fridge refrigeration oh. anymore. It's like mass. I have a feeling, uh, have a feeling we're going to hear that word a lot later. It's mass storage law, like mass, like frozen room storage locker. Oh my God. Locker. I know, right? 
Oh my it's god! Just, it's like it's like a Ben and Jerry's warehouse. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's what I was thinking of. It's just, it's just not interesting. It's lazy, and it's and, like and, and it it's desensitizes us. Exactly. And it's telling the same shit. Like we've told this story through the X-Men so many times before. Everyone just keeps telling the same goddamn story. It's just like the fact that every, it's like all we know is like, uh uh-oh, there's something coming from the future. There's something from another universe. It's a different version of me from another universe. Uh Uh-oh, a a bad guy is going to blow up the whole world. Like it's just, we need to think of more interesting things. Yes. We need to stop. Yeah. Which is people, another, there was died. another blow up and there's another bomb blow up thing. And another thing we're going to talk about later, which I hate. Oh, that's right. Okay. Um, what else? Is there any, did we cover everything? Yeah. Did we talk enough about, yeah, we did. Um, I think we've talked about all the X books. That was quick. I'm proud of us. I think we need to move on to TV and movies. All right. I'm scared. Let's hit the music. Hit it. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. How about we uh, save the, we talked about the flash already. We did. Um, Let's save superhero stuff for a bit. Let's talk about some non-superhero stuff. Let's talk about some non-superhero stuff. A movie that you and I, I saw recently. I want to hear, (gasps) have you finished a certain series that just ended? The other two? Um, when I tell you I was hysterical crying through most of it, maybe like, why was I so emotional for the series finale of the other two, the best written, best performed comedy of the past few years. And then, and then, and then you're hit with an extra gut punch that it's ending because the two creators were canceled because the two creators, Chris Kelly and what's her face are toxic. Monsters. This is why we can't have nice things. And here's the crazy thing is, but the two creators, the two creators are based on the two main characters. Right. A gay are, guy and a girl. Horrible. They base those characters on themselves about how horrible they are. And then they're writing kind of this, you can't be horrible. And then behind the scenes, they were being horrible. It's do you so know any stories? Like, do you, know, do you know any stories from set? Like things they did or said? No, I do. My coworker's friend is friends with his ex from college. So I was like, do you have any tea? And he's like, no, there was nothing that traumatic back then. Yeah. But the whole thing is the story of Tina Fey. You heard what Tina Fey said? No. Tina Fey was doing, was it an interview or a speech or something? I can't remember if it was on a podcast or if she was like accepting an award for something. But anyway, they were quoting her where she was like, Lorne Michaels needs to really be more careful of how he develops monsters in his writing room. Yeah. She was like, he creates monsters. He creates them a a world where they're allowed to treat people terribly and make them work under very bad conditions and thinking that's normal. And she's like, I'm talking to you cast. She's like, and if anyone doesn't believe me, talk to the crew from the other two. And these are two people that worked on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, he used to be a head writer. <laughs> and then the the rumors that are going around is that basically they would come to set and just start screaming at the entire crew and telling and then also demanding that everybody work overtime, working everyone to the bone. And it's that thing where when you're creating something, you it and as, as someone who's created my own shows, you 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 have an investment in it that you want it to be good. Sure, of course. But you forget that all the people working for you, they are working for you for money. 
they don't give a shit. They're not as emotionally exactly. And I think people are like, why are you not invested in this? Because it's not my fucking thing. It's yours. Like I would, you should be wanting to work over to like, no, then fucking pay me money. Fuck it. Right. But they had so many HR complaints. They were banned from set for a short period. Yeah. I heard that. And eventually they were, um, you know, they were kind of relieved and being like, okay, we're not going to, we don't need to take any action. However, in the end, when they were coming up for renewal, supposedly it was like there were so many HR complaints. The two creators were like, yeah, I think we're just going to end it. And I think it's because they saw the writing on the wall that there were going to be a lot of complaints and it might be a pushback. And well, that, the other thing that I That said it was a great ending. <laughs> oh, what was the, the other, other thing? The other thing I heard is that they originally wanted to be the stars of the show. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. And they were like, no, you're just the writers. And there was a certain bitterness. So it's just they, they wore that probably for the whole thing. Exactly. But that being said, the other two will go down kind of also like with happy endings of like, do you remember happy endings? Oh, yeah. Of one of the greatest, like the other good place. It's up there as like one of the greatest comedies of all time. I mean, it's one. It is so fucking funny. So fucking funny. And like, like in particular, I think looking back, Josh Segarra and Molly Shannon did so much work. And I feel like the both of them need to be recognized. In some award kind of way. Is he the boyfriend? Yeah, Lance. Yeah, the great. They're so great. So great. But the, I mean, of course, Drew Tarver and Helen York, like the two stars, the whole show, I, like incredible. It sucks to hear this story come out. Um, but if I can try to separate art from artist. Oh, it's amazing. It's so good. And also, but then that's the weird thing is you needed these two horrible people. Yeah, to fuel. To write these two horrible characters. And it was very cringy watching as a gay man, watching this gay person, Carrie, act so horribly. But you also are like, but as someone who lives in Hollywood with a bunch of actors. You get it. I, I know that person. Oh, I Ooh. I have that person inside of me. Like never once where I was like, why the fuck did he do that? I get it. I get that character fundamentally. And what is it when Curtis, his best friend who he tries to make up with at the end, when he's like, Curtis explains why Carrie was doing all this stuff. He's like, because you just need this a validation. You, you know, you need no one to ever think that they're better than you. I'm like, yep, that's it. That's why we, yeah. that's why we perform. Yeah. <laughs> it's so sad. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> But great performance. There's like guest stars like Simu Liu is oh, my God. <laughs> in it. He plays, he lets, he they make fun of him so hard. And I was like, what a good sport that they let He's him. He's so bad at eating out Molly Shannon. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's great. Wanda Sykes is great in it. Wanda it's Sykes just, was so good. It was her best work ever, ever. It's so great. Um, if you haven't watched it, you can now just binge. Just binge three it. seasons of it. It's fantastic. I don't know if straight people will like it. Maybe but not. who cares? Who cares? Right. Um, okay, now can we talk about oh, should we do should we talk about something that isn't superheroes, but maybe on a bigger yes, screen? A yes. So I remember, you know, I used to work at the Second City back in the day, the comedy theater in Chicago. And I remember hearing of this person and thinking that their work was good through the grapevine, hearing their work was good. And then seeing this person on Twitter absolutely come for Second City and how Second City devalues 
diversity and inclusion. And it led to so much unraveling of Second City. I've always put this person on a pedestal. So it's really nice to see Dwayne Perkins write and star in a horror movie, mm-hmm. The Blackening, which I think you and I agree upon. Yeah. It's fantastic. Should we do a one, two, three? Oh, oh, okay. oh yes, we should. Yes, we should. No spoilers. Okay. <laughs> one, two, three. Loved it. So funny. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, The Blackening in theaters now, it's got kind of like ready or not vibes. It's got scream vibes it's got scary movie <laughs> vibes yeah. it's, uh, it's, it's i'm telling you right now there was something like while i was watching it laughing hysterically i felt like oh this is a forever movie oh my god there's girl, certain, that's what i wrote in my letterboxd review that this is one of those movies, movies that you're just when it's on it's an you watch instant it. classic yes. exactly there's like i'm talking like mean girls yes. scream anytime it's on you watch it. Exactly. There's certain movies that just you will watch it over and oh over again. Oh my God, I can't again. believe you said that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's that fucking funny. And this movie, I will say the only, compl- if I had to give a complaint, is that um, it was very clear who the bad guy was. Oh, absolutely. Which I think they, but I. it was also very clear that they did not give a shit about that. They didn't that. give a shit. I also felt they could have let more people die. They could have. Well, yeah, I don't know. I think they could have killed off more people. I don't know. Um, That's the thing I love about it is it's so inverted. Exactly. But that being said, they literally, they do not give you room. They do not give you room before the next joke drops. They hit you with so much. Joke, joke, hit, hit, But it's also very suspenseful, like legitimately suspenseful. Oh, yeah. It's not scary but it's very tense. It's so fucking funny. It's basically I haven't laughed eight, that hard oh my God, in a I was very dying. long time it's in a movie. It's eight characters who have such a, and they were so right to give these characters such a deep history and background because it's basically about their friendships and relationships and the whole like trapped in a cabin in the woods with a killer is kind of like backdrop to that story yeah. about their relationships. But it's just that, they're so, they affect one another so much, and that I think was really the secret of why this movie resonates. Yeah, it is basically ca- eight characters telling each other to shut the fuck up <laughs> for for an hour. Yes. And a half. <laughs> oh my god! Shut the fuck up. It's it's so quotable. And granted, as uh, white people, we could probably quote maybe like an eighth of them. <laughs> Sure. Right. Right. <laughs> but it's so fucking funny. Everyone's so great. I think Dwayne Perkins. I'm in love is, with him. By the way, he's so adorable. Yeah. And um, what's her name? X. How do you say her X name? Mayo? X Mayo. Mayo. I, I Mayo. X Mayo. No who I watched on American. She's on um. What's it called? American Auto. Oh, really? Yeah, she plays oh the secretary, well, and she's super that funny. She's super funny in it, but this is like next this level. This is like material that she got to work with. It was like when Tiffany Haddish came on to Girls Trip. To Girls like Trip. You were like, oh, Blew the this? shit out of the park. Yes. yes. She is so fucking funny. Yeah, there's just so many like breakout performances from it. Absolutely. It's just, if you like literally watch The Blackening, it's one of the funniest movies of all time. You're just Instant so classic. invested. You're so invested. Like, it's like a, the rare movie, and I think maybe this is a movie you can watch anytime it's on. 
you're so invested in it, but it doesn't feel exhausting or like work or like it's so no. light and fun and welcoming, but it's still so engaging. There's also where you just feel you can feel the cast is having a blast. Oh, yes. You know that what they I mean? Loved like, making this. Yes. It's just so it's so great. It's great. And like, it's it. not afraid to be stupid in like a stupid way. Like there's so many things. Where you're like, this is so stupid, but you love it. Like when she smears mud on her face, you're like, yeah, where did this come from? But I love well, it. I love it because she meant to give her a Valium, but she accidentally gave her Adderall. Like, so then. <laughs> oh, Fantastic. Uh, please, please, please go see the blackening. Oh my God. Okay. Here we are. Here we go. Are we going to get into secret invasion? Yeah, do you remember um, my Dazzler song? No, <laughs> there's what? An episode, there's an episode of Dazzlered and Confused where I did a song. It's the episode with Wolverine and Jubilee where I sing a song called Hop on It. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that now. But that was when Secret Invasion was coming out and X Nation. So there's a line where I'm like, don't need a secret invasion, a stupid X Nation. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> oh, my God. And I every time I see Secret Invasion, that song starts of hop on it. Because it's also about if the dick is too big, you have to like hop on it to get it to go in. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, I always hear that song. Secret Invasion. Um here we go. We're going to talk about it. I think Brett and me have very different takes on this show. Potentially. Um, I are we doing one, two, three? Is that only for movies? Let's do one, two, three. Uh, one, two, three. I like it. I, I don't like it at all. <laughs> it's it it's 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 committing it's committing the mortal the the mortal sin of of cinema. What? It's fucking. Boring. Oh it's shit! Boring. I don't think it's boring. Fuck. It is boring. Never once have I been like, and I know there is a contingent of people that are like, "This is boring." I just, I love every thing, Brett, syllable. You, here's the thing, Brett. You, when you see characters you like, and characters like, oh, here's um a little Easter egg that fuels you inside. And it doesn't do the same for me. Yeah. I think that fueling of having that, oh, look, it's that character. Oh, look, it's this character. I think that fuels you where I don't give a shit about that. You know what it is and what so fuels I'm me? I'm just like bored. What? It's another installment of the Captain America corner of the MCU. And yeah, but guess I, what? That my, fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier was fucking I know, boring too. I know, I know. I like I enjoyed it. Well, no, I didn't enjoy it. I was well. I no, I still enjoyed it when I was watching it. It wasn't great. The first they episode had to edit out of the whole Captain villain plot. The first episode of Captain Winter Soldier was amazing because Captain was, America like, wasn't action scene. Falcon and the Winter Soldier wasn't good because they took out the whole disease plot and yeah. none of the antagonist plot made sense. And that's why that show was bad. This I think is great because I think it showcases Sam Jackson and Don Cheadle as actors. I think it leans into political paranoia spy thriller like Winter Soldier did. A lot of what they're doing here is very of the genre of spy paranoia uh, invasion of the body snatchers type shit. And I love that type shit. And I think they're executing that type shit well. Yeah, I don't. 
Like I love Here, an intense conversation in a political thriller. I love that. And I feel like this I has that. I do too. If there is more, if there, there were stakes involved. Oh, there are I also stakes. think it's very, I think it's very, the stakes, but here's the deal. There aren't stakes because the thing that made the original secret invasion interesting is the twist that it's like fucking jessica drew like there's like huge people are scrolls. yeah but i mean that's i don't give a shit i don't give a shit that the prime minister of the uk that i've never fucking seen before is a scroll who gives a fuck they're clearly setting up they're clearly setting up a big scroll reveal and you're gonna make me watch what five episodes before you hit me with it no you need to do that episode one they tried to do it with what's his nuts um Hobbit guy, what's yeah. his name? Well, that what's was your that was Ross. That was your first. But he wasn't even a scroll. He just dressed dressed up like that guy that one moment, and then it was a quick little reveal. No, he's absolutely a scroll. Because as he's hooked up to one of those machines, and we don't know when they got him. I know, but that's what I'm saying. Is it was re- that one was revealed right away, and then he was immediately killed. I know, but of course they're going to do a right away reveal. Of course they are. But then they need to have another right away reveal. Like they need to have more reveals. It yeah. needs to be twist, turn, twist. Wait, who do I trust? Who do I trust? I don't know. I want to see Don Cheadle turn into a scrawl at the end of that. Well, episode. that's coming. What? And no, that's what I'm saying. It's too taken too fucking it's long. It's been two episodes. And also, let's talk about it's still that those episodes. Those episodes feel like they're five hours long. I am so bored. There's a what? And then and then fucking. I thought it was going to be fucking Agent Brand. Well, with that, Amelia Clark. Can't be mad about that. What do you mean? I can't be mad about that. I could be mad about. You wrote a story in your head. Oh, like you did have a story in your head too. Yeah, but I let it go because I knew I heard she was going to be Gaia. <laughs> I just who, by the way, I find character- super interesting that that little girl from Captain Marvel has been radicalized and she's bad now. Love that. Yeah, but but then I'm also sick of fucking. Oh, well, I guess um, I don't know if what I'm doing is right. Uh-oh, I guess I'm going to help blow up 2,000 people. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, at the end, she's going to be like, oh, I, I'm, I, I'm going to switch sorry. back to the good guys. Right. Too late, bitch. You blew up no, 2,000 people. That, well, we'll see what happens. Irredeemable. We'll see. It is I, irredeemable. I hate also blowing up 2,000 people. And then, all right, spoilers, everybody. This was the big, this, this I don't the like. big thing. This I don't they like. They fucking kill Maria Hill and just like, boom, up, she shot, and now she's dead. I mean, I'm assuming that it was all a big ruse and she was a scrawl and she's not really dead. I don't nope. think she's really dead. No, she's dead. Are you sure she's dead? Yeah, because I think they are giving Nick Fury something to avenge. But... Isn't it true that she is? I heard she's going to be in the Marvels. Nope. Are you sure? Yep. If she's really dead, she died in a real lame way. I know. I do not like, like it. It was very lame. It was stupid. It's refrigeration. And then it was like, oh, okay. They fridged yeah, Maria Hill. So, so. And then it was like, and that that was your big thing. It, it's all of the stakes and the setups and the big surprises are lame. The only person who, there's one person saving this show. Well, Sam Jackson is always great. Sam Jackson's great. 
But there is one other person who's saving this show, and you Olivia Coleman, fucking honey. Olivia Coleman. She's it needs great. to just be fucking Olivia Coleman and Sam Jackson, and just and just fucking get rid of it. I also just I I don't like this. I don't like it. It's boring. It well, what to I'm get gonna fast. What I'm gonna not like. They keep saying this is gonna lead into Armor Wars, and so. To me, then the writing is already Ugh. on the wall. Like Cheadle's a scroll. Olivia Coleman is after Stark Tech. She's going to be the Iron Man villain spy master. Like that's where I see all of this going, and I really hope I'm wrong. Yeah, but Cheadle is absolutely a scroll. I will say this though: that scene between Don Cheadle and Sam Jackson was iconic. I loved it. I mean, not since Pacino okay. and De Niro in Heat. Oh, um, are you? What are you high right now? It was great. Pacino and De Niro in Heat. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, maybe it was. I wouldn't even give it Crystal Connors and Nomi Malone and Showgirls. Oh my god! Give me a break. It was so good. Oh my god, Brett! You, I think you're a scrawl now. You're being you, brainwashed. They were they were nailing that scene. Are you kidding? It was fine, but it was boring. It, it was boring. boring. Oh, it wasn't boring. The end of our friendship. Nick Fury being like, you're black, I'm black, help me out. And Don Cheadle being like, fuck that. I thought that was so interesting. It was okay. It was just okay. Fine. So it was the scene in Heat. It wasn't that great. It was underwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> I expected more out of those two Titanic actors. <laughs> Um, oh, and, then, and I love and then, the reveal that he's married to a scroll. I love that. That's cute. Yeah, that's cute. I like that. And I love it that graphic because like some he was like some like he looked up to Nick Fury. I, I don't know. I think it goes deep into this wonderful moment. The only thing that I think is really stupid is like really Sam Jackson, um, Nick Fury, Captain Marvel. You didn't give these people a home for like <laughs> you said you're going to do it. And you sat on it for like three and a half decades. <laughs> like, yeah. What? Garbage people. Garbage. Oh, my people. God. Fuck you. I'm too um, graphic. Yeah. I mean, I will say it is hard to try. But then it's also just like this weird thing of like, let's pit America and Russia against each other. I'm like, um, yeah, yeah, that's kind of really happening. Yeah, it's really happening. <laughs> I, I will say this. Like, I thought it was like when they were like, there's one million scrolls among us. I was like, ooh, I think you overstretched. Like, what are you going to do with there's a million like game over? Like what? Like, I thought they're going to be like, there are. 350 nope a million i'm like what do you get okay that's yeah. a, that's a big bite like are, are, can you chew and swallow that yeah we'll see it's because uh, at this point if you had a million and you can look like anyone you literally would just be the leader of every country it's over right and also if you are the and leader of the every country <laughs> if you're the leader of every country why why haven't you taken over the world like what's right why that's do you have like, to okay, blow up the world I will say also, it's they're also telegraphing something is absolutely going to happen to Dermot Mulroney, our president, our current MCU president, because Harrison Ford plays President Thunderbolt Ross in Thunderbolts. Oh, yeah. Um, it's just also the, the idea that like Skrulls um, are immune to radiation. So we're just going to nuke the planet and live in the radiated world. Ew. I think that's really stupid. And then let me complain about the other thing. Okay. The opening credits. Oh, God. Horrible. How dare you? Done by AI? I know. AI? You just don't want to pay anybody. Don't give me that bullshit of like, no, it's supposed to be that like there are non-human. Fuck you. You just didn't want to pay people. 
Uh, I'm over it. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a horrible stain. Horrible stain on it. I will say, like, I do wish Secret Invasion. I love it. I do wish it would just be, like, I need Marvel to take bigger risks. Exactly. They're, like, their twists and turns are, like, safe twists and yeah. turns. Yeah. They need to do something jaw-dropping. Yeah. Or, like, talk, or just, like, like, stylistically. Like, the way it's presented yeah, I want like, more that's creative what I'm saying risks. is like WandaVision was taking jaw dropping twists and turns, exactly crazy stuff, and this is just not it. Like, like yeah. I want something like, like uh, Madrox absorbing his baby kind of twist and turn type right. of stuff. Ugh. Now I will say I am very surprised they showed Olivia Coleman straight up cut somebody's finger off on a Disney Plus yeah. Marvel show. I was like, oh, yeah. good for you. Marvel, yeah, Disney, they've got some gross stuff going on. I mean, they have all the Indiana Jones movies are on there. The, that first, the, you know, some gross Indiana stuff. Jones is pretty nasty. Yeah. When that, in Temple of Doom, when he would reach in and take pull your heart out, as a kid, uh-huh. I was terrified yeah. of Awful. that. Well, the end, well, part one, where everybody's faces melt off. It's oh, my God. The fuck out of me. Oh, my God. I could. I remember hiding my eyes. My parents like, Brett, don't look. Um, And... uh. Joe just saw um, the latest Indiana Jones. Oh God, I bet he hated it. Um, he said that it should have just been Phoebe Waller-Bridge, like taking over the role, and then him more as a cameo, oh, kind of like Last Crusade, yeah, where like Sean Connery, like Sean was Connery. The dad. yeah. He was like, he was like, he was like Harrison Ford was just too old and too grumpy, yeah. At this point, to be the same, it's like. That person had so much charisma, and now you just like have a grumpy old man. I mean, and he just was like, it was just, it was just pretty, just paint by the numbers, which for Indiana yeah. Jones was so epic that kind of created a whole genre. Yeah, of that that it's now just like a kind yeah. of just yeah. Uh, oh, so he said is, it was kind of lame. I know. I like honestly like the other two oh god it has a huge stain on it secret invasion oh god what a huge stain on it the blackening you're perfect you're perfect don't have a change don't have a change until another scandal comes out with one of them who oh, knows who knows not that adorable i'll tell you something this cancel culture has gotten out of <laughs> no i'm just kidding oh my uh, god well i'm exhausted me too. That was a lot to talk about because you had to take to 500 about. years off. I know. I'm sorry. I was gallivanting around the continent. Uh, it's okay. I had not been abroad. I had not been out of the country for 20 years. I have not been out of the country since 2009. Oh so my God. You're I'm, 2000 I'm, and late. Yeah. I know. I'm. I. I it's going to be time soon. But although Joe and me have weird travel, like we... I am not, because I have a horrible fear of flying, I am not the person to be like, let's go on this trip because it. Oh, I'm always thinking about the fear of flying. So I'm, but then he's not a good planner. So we always end up like just not going places. Oh, you should get over your fear of flying. Well, okay, sure. <laughs> See? That okay, easy. Okay, I'll just do that. Um but that's the thing is if someone planned the trip and be like, we're doing this, you're getting on this plane. I'd be like, okay. Oh, but I, but we still want to go to Japan, but that's the thing. He's never been to New York. Joe has never seen snow. Wow. Cause he was from the Philippines and Florida. Yeah. 
He's never been to New York. I've never been to San Francisco. It's garbage. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like as a gay, that's kind of sacrilege. But um, there's so many places we want to go to. Yeah. We want to go to, basically, we want to go to Japan and Iceland, um, I think, are our top tops to go to when we finally leave the country. I hear great things about both. Yeah. And you know, your presence is being requested in New York next month. What's happening in, in New York? FlameCon, and we have press passes. Oh, right. When is that? We'll talk about it after we hit okay. stop. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot coming. There's a lot of drama. Will Jeff travel? Will we Jeff don't get know. on a plane to come to FlameCon? Find Will out Will Jeff next week. be at FlameCon? Yeah. Same, bat t- same fag time, same, same fag, fag channel. channel. We should end every show like that. <laughs> um guys thanks for listening i know thank it's you been a, a while but you know we're, we're back. back to it happy pride and um just to let you know um happy wrath yeah keep reading those comics um because if you do read comics i hate to break it to you but that makes you queer, queer. and we need more of us more queers time to recruit Bye. Bye. Bye.